from our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome back to Startups of the Week, a Chronicle business podcast with me, Trisha Thadani. And me, Alex Wilhelm, Editor-in-Chief of Crunchbase News. So together, each week, we pick a group of startups that are trending on Crunchbase. We're looking for under-the-radar companies that have raised less than $50 million and are here in the Bay Area. This week, we're looking at a dating startup that focuses on women, a drone company that does real business, and Touch of Modern, which wants to help men accessorize. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to Startups of the Week. It is 2018, and we are back here with three more startups for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad we made it to our second year. We did the roundup yeah. episode, and we're back. And here we are. Here we are. Um, so sorry, we've been a little inconsistent the last few weeks, but it's just been you know getting back into the schedule. The routine has been tough, but we're back, and we'll be consistent from here on out. Yes, we will. Um, so in case you forgot what we do, um, we come at you every single week with um, three startups that are quote-unquote trending on Crunchbase, and we tell you a little bit about them and why they matter. Yes. Um, so... Do you want to tell us how we choose them every single week? Yeah. So same rules as always. We look for companies that are based here in the Bay Area that have raised less than $50 million, actually up to $50 up to, million. Yeah. I think you can have exactly that, but not $1 mm-hmm. or more. Uh, that haven't raised money inside the last month, so not recently funded companies, and also companies that have not been acquired. Yes. And that's the list. We're looking for signals, kind of what's coming up, what's coming next, and also sometimes who has recently died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who recently died? It, it kind of goes both ways. Well, this week, all of our startups so far are alive and well. Um, so the first one, um, which is something you might have heard of, um, it's a dating app called Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, and if you watched our last episode where we did kind of like a roundup on the start of the um, startups, startup trends that we've noticed over the last year, we specifically said that we hadn't noticed any dating apps. So yes. I was actually really excited when we finally had one um, on here. So this one, it's the same concept as most dating apps where like you are swiping through profiles of people, Standard. but this one tries to set themselves apart a little bit by like focusing, like putting a hyper focus on women. Mm. So the, so men, they'll swipe through women first and then the women will get this list of men who have already liked them. So the idea is that like they get to make the ultimate choice of like, who they talk to. That sounds awesome. So I fire up the app and I see people who've already chosen that I'm cool. I'm yeah. like, well, well I you get to and now. you and not you and not... That would make me feel much better about myself, yeah. I feel. Yeah, So and, and so they've also started this new feature, which I haven't seen in any other dating apps. I don't use any, but like in my research, <laughs> I haven't I've used Coffee Meets back in the day, so... And did you like it? Like, what did you think of it? It's been a minute, as they say. Um, Yeah, but when you used it. I recall liking it, because I think it was kind of one of those things that you got a match. So you got like, it's noon, here's your bagel, and there'll be one person to look at. And so it wasn't like the pressure that I think Tinder brings into your life. It isn't like, So it whittled down the choice. Yeah, it helped you a little bit to kind of like, look, I want to find someone cool. Here's a cool person. They may or may not be for you. But it wasn't like, let's go look at 10,000 people and hope that, you know, some percentage of them like me back. It felt yeah. more targeted. So yeah. that, that's my lasting impression about that. If the product's changed, mm-hmm. cool. That's just what I recall. Yeah, that sounds pretty consistent with what it's like. What it's like today, but but so they do do these things to make it like more personalized. So one feature that I thought was really cool was now they have this video feature, um, which is a reason that they're trending. Um, so it basically like will ask you a prompt like, "Oh, what do you do over the holidays?" and 
um, you know, what's your favorite food or something like that. And then you answer it. You, like, take a selfie video and you answer it that way. So then, like, before you actually meet the person, you can get an idea of, like, I don't know, how they talk. What, yeah. You know, it just becomes more personal and then you have a better idea of, like, who you might go meet. Here's a question, though. Who's going to look good? Like people who put extra effort into like the lighting and the makeup. No, and... but what are you gonna say? Like my favorite food is bacon because I'm generic <laughs> and boring. Thank you. Like, I, I feel like yeah. that's a weird. Like if you asked me to do that, I would be like, I will do it for thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it for for. for... Anyways, um, yeah. and according to the company, more men than women use. Yeah. This. So this this is something that they um, are trying to work on apparently because they with this video. Um, like the idea was to get more women engaged on the platform by using it by mm-hmm. by creating this um this feature but like more men have apparently been using it um and they can't really figure out why um there's no filters or anything that you can put on the videos so the CEO is like maybe we'll play around with that but they want to keep the videos as authentic mm-hmm. as possible but yeah I don't know what that says about women but <laughs> we just don't Women want to make videos. like filters more than men yeah, or something. Yes, uh, yeah. Also, the company's raised $11 million and is trending the, possibly because apparently oh, yeah. this is a big time for dating apps. And that yeah. factoid surprised this, me. This as in ho- the holiday season. Well, no, the, yeah. tail, the very last bit of right. it now. But yeah. Yeah. So the, um, so the CEO, Room Kang, um, she was like, another reason we can be trending is because it's a holiday season. Um, you know, people are at home with more time. Um, and, you know, people have New Year's resolutions to find a mate, and dating apps are a way to do that. So if so. you're out there looking around, Coffee Meets Bagel, check it out. If you make a really great selfie video, trisha.thedani at sfchronicle.com. That's not correct, but okay. I, I tried. <laughs> Anyways, um, next one is a drone company called Drone Deploy. Yeah. Um, so they... Uh, it's like a drone mapping and analytics software company that yes. helps... And did I get that right? Yeah. Um, so it can generate a 3D map of like a big plot of land in real time. So the idea is that like someone can fly a drone over uh, like a big construction project, um, like an arena or over a farm, and get um, a quick survey of the land mm-hmm. and a 3D map like right on their phone. Which is pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, but I mean, but isn't it just another drone company? Like, what sets this one? Well, apart? this year at CES, which is going on, I think right now as we're recording this, a lot of people are showing off drone demonstrations. Like, mm-hmm. they're, I think Intel again had like, here's a thousand drones in the sky with different colored lights. They're dancing. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> dancing. Well, they're flying in formation, dancing. Yeah, the air, whatever. That's pretty cool. See, but we've seen that demo before. It feels like. Yeah, and drones have always practical. seemed to be kind of like this. This next thing whereas this company shows there's actual probably commercial applications for drone tech now mm-hmm. so it's no longer looking to the future and saying what might we get it's more like what can we do yeah do you remember a couple of months ago we talked about drone racing on this show there was one yeah. company that was trending because of that so i guess that's not like i've a... seen youtube videos of that now yeah and it looks terrifying well it's apparently like the next is it thing Okay. I don't know. I'm still figuring out esports entirely, but to each their own. Yeah, yeah. So I guess so the idea you're saying that like this is an actual like practical use for yeah. drones that we haven't really seen yet, um, aside from drone racing. <laughs> but the, I think that's less practical. But yeah, I mean, I think it's cool to see commercialization of technology that five years ago was considered nascent and like, will it work? Yeah. It's always fun to see the maturity process kind of come Right, out of right. So it's trending. I couldn't reach them for comment, but well, we figured it could be trending because it was. Um, 
cited in this research report that said the market for global drone services is going to grow exponentially. Yeah, there was some new data about drones coming out that mentioned them, and people often kind of read things and then look for them up. Yeah, Um, it could be because of CES also. Yeah, we were thinking because everyone's looking at hardware right now. That could be another reason. Uh, But it's a cool company. Cool, and it has $31 in funding, which is a lot. Um, And then so our last one is an e-commerce company called Touch of Modern. Um, and so their target audience is, or their target users are men, and they say they offer, like, lifestyle products. And to Alex's question, what the heck is a lifestyle product? And the answer is <laughs> so, we, weren't, we weren't entirely yeah. sure exactly how to define that. But it can be any, so they sell anything from, like, soap to flamethrowers on there. Which flamethrowers will be weird. a lifestyle, because it's about your life's style. style. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. by Alex. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's a subscription box service, so you can um, sign up for it, and then they'll send you different products. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, have you ever used it as I, a man? Uh, I think I signed up for one of these equivalent services and then almost got to the point of doing it, and then I got kind of nervous at the last minute. Okay, what, so with these subscription box services, I mean, I couldn't see myself ever really signing up for one that'll like it's like um like stitch fix that'll send you you know curated things every single um every single week or month but what kind of inspired you to look into it well i go through occasional periods of wanting to look more fashionable like you know sometimes i'm like oh you know i could try a little harder and then you look into the fashion world and if you're an outsider it's a lot and there's a lot of words you don't know and things you don't know and accessorizing i don't know what that means Mm -hmm. and so you look for help and these services are designed to help you a bit but then to me like sending me a box of stuff like stitch fix or other companies do is a lot of pressure Right. Then I've got this whole box of stuff in my apartment. I yeah, really you, want more stuff. Yeah, and you get it. Two, it could be every week or every, every two month, weeks or and that's something. a lot of choices. And so, like it, to me, it just sounds like a lot of extra stress. Yeah. I do get why they're popular. Stitch Fix is not mm-hmm. public. Uh, they're actually doing quite well, but yeah. not everything for everyone. Yeah, and it's another e-commerce thing in the world of Amazon that seems to be doing okay right now. Uh, maybe it could be because it sets itself apart because it like has a very targeted audience where Amazon is for the general public. But Yeah, I think personalization is the best way to combat yeah. Amazon in the short term because if you can put a human touch onto something, Amazon can't do that at scale. That's a good point. So, yeah, I think awesome. it works. Yeah, and they have $17 million in funding. Thus far. Yeah. Um, so that is all that we have for this week. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage on sfchronicle.com and crunchbase.news. I'm Trisha Tarani. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week. You've been listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our executive producer is Fernando Diaz. Our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. And our producers are Peter Hartlob, Brittany Schell, and Claire Varelos. The music you just heard is Botfest by Alex Vaughn. If you like what you heard, Good news, there's more. Listen to Chronicle Podcasts and get bonus content at sfchronicle.com slash podcast or subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or other streaming services.